and welcome to another episode of the Heart Guide Media Podcast. Today I have a very cool and special guest. His name is Joey, and he runs an Instagram page called Ninja Toidles. He also has an Etsy shop of the same name where he sells related items to Ninja Turtles, obviously under the the, the name Ninja Toidles, uh, if you understand uh, the comedic uh, value of the name. You will thoroughly enjoy everything we're going to talk about today. Obviously, a lot of Ninja Turtle stuff uh, and uh, stuff of the same. So, uh, Joey, uh, say hello. What's up, man? Thanks for having me, bro. I appreciate it. Of course, man. Uh, when I found your pa- I found your page um, a while ago, and uh, I was immediately like so pumped on it. One, not even obviously the content, like being now. You're how old are you now? I am, oh man, I am 36 years old. All right, perfect. So I'm th- I'm 32, a little bit younger, but like we're okay. of that, we're of that time frame. The, the late 80s or obviously like the early 90s when the Ninja Turtles, you know, the first movie was out, the merchandising yeah, was huge. So we're in that like sweet spot of like, <laughs> it was like our, lo- I mean, obviously I'm assuming you you run a page dedicated to it, so I can assume uh, you know pretty surely that you know your whole life when you were younger was based on you know the love of Ninja Turtles. Oh, dude, anything and everything, right? From the toys to the clothes to the bed sheets, the pillowcase. You know, like I, I bled Ninja Turtles as a kid, absolutely. And it was uh, when I found your page. Uh, obviously, the content drew me in. But it's so colorful, too. And that whole time period, I mean, the 80s, too, was, you know, neon and, and super bright and things like that. But that bled over into the 90s, too, specifically with that show. Even though, you know, it, it went in further into the 90s uh, with the movie coming out in, in 90 and the merchandising becoming even bigger, you know, in 90, 91 after the first film. That, like... It's still, you know, the the colors, you know, the purples, the obviously the colors of each Ninja Turtle, but the purples and the greens, that like neon like feel, uh, drew me into your page as well, because uh, it just I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, and it just, you know, it it makes you, it brings you back to the good old days, you know, the nostalgia of that. That's love, man. The nostalgia. Anything, I, I I get a kick out of it when people comment and they'll just say, man, like you just brought me back in time. Like I'll post maybe an old toy or you know, something vintage from that. And just, it just, it feels good when people say that and they acknowledge it. They're like, man, I felt like I was a six year old again for a couple minutes looking at that photo, that video. No, absolutely, man. And, uh, it's like I said, it was so merchandise, like the Ninja Turtles brand was so merchandised. Uh, it was so, it's impossible. I find myself now hunting for everything I can I mean, obviously not to like a, a crazy extent because some of this stuff can get pricey, as, as I'm sure you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's so fun finding like these relics from our past to try to just recapture those moments of like, you know, oh, this Ninja Turtles water bottle I had when I was a kid. I never had a pink one, so now I got a pink one. I got to get it on eBay. <laughs> yeah it's crazy man because especially when you see some of these older toys that you're like dude i totally had that i have no clue what happened to it i want to have it again and then i think what's even more fun is obviously being adults now is is getting that toy 
or that vehicle, or that figure that you're like, dude, I wanted it. You know, I, I never got it, and now I can. And I think it's just a different feeling and getting it when you're an adult. Yeah, it's that. Um, it's that that like fulfillment that you didn't get as a kid that you're able to get now, and you're able to kind of like I don't know, rect- <laughs> rectify the wrongs in your yeah, life. Dude, you're absolutely right. That's it. That's it for sure. Now, uh, at what at what point did you? did you decide to, uh, you know, start the page? Yeah, dude. So it's crazy. I think it was around like 2015. I started the page for fun. So I, me and a couple of buddies, actually, we used to own a, a clothing brand, a clothing company. And I just kind of wasn't happy where things were going. And it just, it wasn't for me at that point. So I left the company and I was in charge of a lot of the social media at that time for the brand. And I ended up, uh, making this page for honestly for myself in the beginning more for like I'm just gonna find cool artwork and then I'm just gonna make sure to give the artist you know credit um, you know to, to try to get them some following as well and again I, I, I didn't even tell anybody about it I didn't tell any of my friends I'm like this is just a way for me to find some cool Ninja Turtle art because there was so much that was out there right that I think people didn't even know existed and then it started to kind of blow up from there like there was a time I remember where I was like this is getting big where I posted, uh, I started posting some photos and the artist, musical artist, Chris Brown started liking some of my stuff. And wow. What's funny is that there are pages that, believe it or not, that will make, there's Instagram pages that are, they will follow famous people and they will just post what they like. So these pages were starting to post that Chris Brown was posting my stuff. And I remember one day I posted a photo out of the blue that had like 13,000 likes. And I was like, I thought it like Instagram was broken. (laughs) I was like, I don't, usually I was at the time I was lucky to pull in like a hundred or 200. And uh, I was like, what is is going on? So it's a trip getting that 13 K. Yeah, dude. Like, and that was within like a day and a half. I was just like super confused on what was going on. I was like, who's sharing this? How's that getting out there? But throughout, like we started to have like, Kevin Eastman, you know, liked a couple of our things, was following us at one point. I don't know if he still is. We had Ernie Reyes Jr., you know, Kino from uh, the second movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I believe he still follows us. So he was he would comment on stuff, which would, like, blow my mind. You know, we follow some of the actors from the original movies. We've hooked them up with some pins, which has been really cool. So it just it kind of blew up from there. And it's, uh, it is, too, though. Uh, there's something with... I mean, obviously, with a lot of things, like, you see a lot of, like, fandom for for toys of, like, these old TV shows and or comics. Like, obviously, there's, like, a G.I. Joe following and things like that, but there's just something, like, He-Man, you know, especially, like, the classic right. 80s stuff. But there's something with the Ninja Turtles brand that just, I feel like anybody who is, like, a fan or in the know or is just, like, a lover of uh, anything uh, Ninja Turtles is just they're of a different mindset and they're way like chiller, cooler. They're not like pretentious or, or dicky. It just seems like a, a and, and I mean, it sounds, it sounds like goofy, but like, it's almost a, no, like, you're, you're absolutely right though. Yeah. It's almost like a transcending the, the mentality of the Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? They're very accepting. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a good, good group of dudes. I mean, especially if you look at it as when we, when you and I were kids, you got, who didn't want to know karate as a kid? Who who wasn't obsessed with pizza as a kid? And then again, like you said, you know, it's it's funny how many hardcore people from the original comic are like, oh, I can't believe they, they gave them different colors. But 
I mean, obviously they had to, like kids had to be able to pick them apart. And then you're like, okay, I can pick one of these four colors. And then you felt like that turtle like represented you when you were a kid. It, it gave, it gave each turtle a true identity once they introduced each color. Exactly. And it's, uh, like I said, it's, uh, it's such a nostalgic factor with uh, anything Ninja Turtle related because it does bring you back to, you know, it's so it's so weird to think like when you go back to like when it was in its like its heyday, its prime. There was no social media at all, and right. and like now you're seeing obviously social media rules the world, but now you're able to. It's so funny that social media is bringing something that didn't exist. You know, thinking think about like when we were kids in like you know 1993 94 tr- finding a social media page that had all the merchandise that you'd never at that point even never seen because you you know you haven't really left your your hometown much so you're seeing like all this worldwide merchandising uh of the movie and there's stuff there's still stuff that I find ninja turtles related I was just like oh my god I didn't even know they did that right like I didn't even know this existed or like you said like maybe you didn't you never caught it at the toy store, you know, it went to Toys R Us or something, or again, maybe a friend didn't have that toy, and you're like, you had no clue that it ever existed. Now, at what point did you, uh, did you, now what came first, though? Did did you start making, uh, did, did the idea for the page come first, and then the pins and the, the, the trinkets that you do come first, and then the page? Yeah, that's a great question, dude. Um, it's funny because again, the, the original thing was just to post art, like I said, just to post art. And then we started getting a big following, which was really cool. But I think what set it off, honestly, is we started having a lot of, uh, a lot of companies and a lot of brands, uh, starting to hit us up and trying to not trying, but, you know, asking for us to help promote them. You know what I mean? Like right. their product. And like, I remember, uh, we helped out a couple people. And, uh, this one company was like, Hey, we'll pay you this much if you can post it. And I was like, geez, sure. Like, I didn't even expect that to happen. I said, no problem. And then all of a sudden they sent me more money like an hour later and wow. I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like what happened? So I messaged them and I said, Hey, I think you guys made a mistake. Um, I got another payment from you. It was like through PayPal. So I wanted to just do the right thing and be like, Hey, I, you know, just in case you have to, you know, take this money back, I get it. I don't think you meant to send it. And the guy was like, no, he's like, you posted. And these were pins at the time too. He's like, we sold out of the pins that you just posted in 30 minutes. Wow. And I was like, okay. They're like, so it's the least we could do. And they appreciated it. So I started to think like, as fun as that was, I was like, I have so many ideas. I had, I knew nothing about pins. Um, I had a couple of local buddies that could do some artwork, but then I started to reach out to, this artist on Instagram. I'm like, I don't have to physically know these people or like meet them. And I, the first, one of the first pins I've ever uh, partnered with was actually from, uh, if you follow him, his name is Meep. He's the man. He's out in uh, New Orleans right now. But that was like one of the first collaborations with an artist that I was like, I I don't even know where they live. I don't know what, what they have going on. But that was one of the first pins we made with the pizza crank where it's just, it's crank melted and <laughs> pizza with pepperonis on it. You know what I mean? So I was like, I had these ideas, and then big shout out to Pin Lounge too. They were the ones who who I asked some questions about pins, and they they really pointed me in the right direction. They were great. And the pin, the whole pin game, the last five years just blew up too. Right, I knew nothing about it. I was just like, I didn't even know that it was the community was as big as it was. And to be honest, I started looking up like on Etsy and 
and other sites like Ninja Turtle pins. And I was like, not to be rude, but I was like, some of these are kind of whack. I'm like, I, I, I have a, I have some great ideas, but like, maybe I can't make it look the way I really want to, like on and like procreate, like on an iPad or in Adobe or something. So that's why I was like, I want to start finding artists that are already doing amazing work that we can collaborate and come up with ideas. And it's, it's been a blast so far. Now have, have, uh, the vast majority of the artists that you've worked with, that you've collabed with, now are they pretty? Uh, do they seem like? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do they do they seem like genuine fans, or, or are you finding people who are just great artists that you're being able to kind of turn turn them on to to put a good spin on your idea? Yeah, so to be honest, we, we I've worked with both, but the artists I continue to work with, like I said, like my buddy Meep, uh, are the people who are just as passionate about it as I am. So when I when I spin them an idea, they'll put their own twist or we'll collaborate back and forth. And again, the cool thing is nobody gets offended, right? Like, it's not like I'm like, hey, Meep, can you change this? And then he's like, oh, I guess, dude. Like, he's like, yeah, man, whatever you think and vice versa. If I'm like, hey, we should do this. And he's like, no, dude, I don't, I don't think it's going to look good. Like I, I take his word for it as well. Right. So the artists that I've I've stuck with definitely have a passion for it, and they have, like you mentioned, that history of it. Like they know the new school turtles, they know they know the old school, they know the cartoons, they know the movies. So we're always thinking of different twists and different combinations that we can do. So again, the people I've, I've stuck with that I'm working uh, stuck alongside with, like they they have a big passion for it. And uh, I really think that. Uh you got a great thing going because the the pins that you do i feel like the the real uh ninja turtles fans from back in the day get like your pin like the one of my favorite uh pins that you you did were the uh the arcade ones where they're holding their foot when their foot got hurt like like oh, the, the my toe yeah dude. yeah the my toe oh my god those ones like i saw those and i sent them to my buddy and he's like and he, he he bought them. He was just like, "Oh my god, dude! I, I had oh, to get those." Dude, that's awesome, man! Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate that. Uh, he because he uh, he was a he's a big Ninja Turtles fan too, and like we always talk about like the arcade game. And he he bought it and and got you know the I think it's called One Up Arcade that put out like the the newer arcade games like versions oh, yeah. of I it. Picked that up as well. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I sent him those pins not too long ago, and he saw. It. He's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Because I mean, we had to to give you a little backstory on. Uh, some of the the love I have for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is yeah, it, please, dude. Where, uh, where we grew up, I grew up in about, I live in Syracuse, New York now. I grew up about a half hour outside of Syracuse, which is upstate New York. Okay. And uh, and a, a small town outside of the small town that I was in uh, was called A Night in New York, and they had a place called Pepe's Pizza. Now, Pepe's Pizza was run by, like, an uh, an older Italian guy. It was started in 1960, I think, and uh, it was big for, like, the sports community, the local sports communities. You went into the, you went into, the, like, the inside of the, the pizza pub, and they had, like, you know, the 80s. So I'm going there oh, in the dude. early... I, I can picture it already without being there as you're talking about it. Oh, dude. So, like, it... You know, I was going there in the '90s as a as a little kid in the early '90s. So I'm going in there, and you're seeing like 1985, a night of high school volleyball team girls like under the clear mat on the table, and that was like every table. <laughs> but in a separate room, it was also an arcade. So in the original arcade, or the the arcade, you had the Ninja Turtles uh, arcade game, you had the Simpsons arcade game, you had NBA Jam. 
Uh, dude, I would never leave that place. Dude, I, I mean, it was uh, – and having it, like, so close and being able to, to go there, it was, like, a weekend event. But that's, like – being able to play that video game, too, like, the arcade Ninja Turtles, and they still have it in a newer building built outside the front of that place – um, it doesn't work, but they kept it because it's it's so beloved by like the people that still patronize uh, that pizza that's, parlor. That's awesome. That's great. And uh, and that's what it is, dude. With uh, with all the Ninja Turtle stuff, it brings you back to like when you were obsessed and you had slip on, you know, uh, Raphael slip on, you know, rip off Vans, whatever you want to call them, and like the pants and the sweaters and there's. There was just so much, and it brings you back to that simpler time, and it's so. Yeah, dude. And seeing like your pins, like it really does. It brings you back. Seeing the masks, dude. The 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 masks pins from the the Halloween costumes that you did. Yeah, dude. The, yeah. Dude, just seeing those, I was like, oh my god! Like I remember having the Leonardo one as <laughs> as, as like one of my first Halloween costumes ever. There's actually a picture somewhere within the recesses of like my old Polaroids my mother gave me of like me and the Leonardo in that Leonardo mask. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh my God, it brings you right back instantly. Just seeing a pin. Dude, that's awesome. Well, we're going to have to, you're going to give me your address, man. We're going to send you a little care package. Absolutely. Oh dude. Uh, I would uh, be uh, ultra appreciative and grateful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Uh, but what is, um, what's one piece of Ninja Turtle merchandise that you are, still on the hunt for that you're still you're trying to track down is there any white whales in the ninja turtle dumb man that's a great question dude um i'll be honest dude i'm always looking for so i have like the old and i'll have to send you a photo like the old it's like 1989 or 1988 like legit like ninja turtle skateboard oh i remember this i've had two of them i have one now i end up selling the other one but I only sold it because, like, the newer one I got was cleaner. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what I'm always looking for is just a cleaner skateboard. Like, if I can come across one that the wheels look cleaner, the art's not as chipped up underneath. I mean, I kind of like the grunge that it has underneath it right now. Um, but I'm always, like, whenever I catch those skateboards on Etsy, or not Etsy, excuse me, like on eBay or OfferUp or LetGo or Macari or whatever, any of those sites, I'm always like, let me kind of examine these photos a little bit. Um, because I'm always trying to just up the, up the, the, I guess the cleanness of the deck, I should say. Now, did you see all the, um, all the, like, uh, all the decks and the merchandise that Santa Cruz did about a year and a half ago? I, I did, man. And I had to look away so quickly. Dude. There was so <laughs> many, there's so many awesome things on there. And it's funny too, because I should have jumped on at the time because I just picked up a, uh, a cruiser skateboard from, uh, what is it? Land? Lanyards, I think, or Lanyardis. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Um, but I, what I was looking up was the Ninja Turtle Cruiser. Um, right. And I was like, man, like nobody had it anymore. And then it was just kind of like with the price, I was like, if people were, were asking a lot more than what the thing was worth, I'm like, I'll pass on it. Like, I don't need it that bad. But I did see all that, that gear that they did. It looked pretty dope. So, to, uh, I think it was actually a newer release that came out late last year. Um, you obviously know the the classic artwork uh, from the movie with the the turtles looking out uh, of the sewer. Yes. So they they did um, a graphic. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like a novelty board in the shape of that. With that as the art. 
I saw that dude, and I was like, "Can people actually skate on that thing, or like, do you just hang that thing up because I, it looks so awkward?" I think you probably could skate on a, like a you know, it's just like a like a shape deck, but um, I would I would just want to display it. And there's this there's this company <laughs> there's this company from uh, Rochester. They're a skate shop from Rochester called Old Skull Skateboards, and they still have some of those and some of the merchandise too. I think for like a, a decent price too on on their site on Old Skull Skateboards. A shout out to them. Oh, awesome, man. I'm going to have to take a look at that. That's dope. Now, uh, cruising back to uh, all the way back to where the Ninja Turtles love started, at what point did you were you like, oh, my God, was it, you know, was it the, uh, was it the show? Was it the movie? Yeah, that's a great question, man. So, I mean, when I was, I was born in 1983, so by the time I was getting into Turtles was probably – like probably right when the cartoon came. So what, what 87, like 88. Right. Um, it's interesting. Cause I, I just before actually on another podcast that I was on that. So my, my dad, uh, was really anti guns when I was a kid. Right. So, you know, I had buddies down the block when I lived in uh, Chicago as a kid and who were all about GI Joe. And I was like, dude, GI Joe is awesome. But my old man wanted nothing to do with it because it's just, you know, everyone's just shooting each other. And I think, honestly, once my dad saw the Turtles, or, or at least saw that I had somewhat of an interest, I feel like my old man probably pushed it really hard for me. Because he was like, hey, these guys are cool. Sure, they're ninjas, but they're not shooting people kind of thing. Right. So I think probably a combination of my dad kind of digging it at the time. Um, and me, like I said, like the combination of karate and pizza. And I was just like, you, you got four, four heroes that you can kind of choose from who you kind of like. Um, and I remember renting the cartoons as well from blockbuster man as a kid and just like waking up at like four thirty or five in the morning and like cool i would watch it like six times before my parents would wake up with like my little sister like just watching the the episodes like over and over and over and I, that's where it definitely started that's awesome and that's um you know I, it's funny when uh i've done an i've done a few episodes where so we don't talk comics a lot out here but we talk we've talked uh we're mainly like a horror movie uh genre film podcast but like when, when you By talk the way, i just saw hereditary for the first time i don't do horror movies dude oh no <laughs> three days ago and i'm obsessed with it like i want to watch it again i loved it oh how now did you see the other movie that that ari aster did uh called uh midsummer so I, it's so funny you're saying this, dude. My, my commitment during quarantine right now was to start watching some horror movies just because I'm always afraid I'm going to have like a damn heart attack when I watch them. <laughs> yeah. I started with I started with Midsummer because my buddy Oof. was like, dude, the, major, the majority of it is during the day. I'm like, perfect. I'll start with Midsummer, And then the <laughs> next night I watched Hereditary and I enjoyed both a lot, dude. Oh, wow. Cool, man. That's a, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so... Like, we cover, like, a lot of horror movie stuff, but, like, when you talk any genre film, like, we talked, like, we just did an action, uh, like, 80s action movie uh, podcast, too, where we talked to our top 10 80s action films. But, you know, when you when you talk Ninja Turtles, too, it falls into, like, genre stuff, you know, comics and, and you know, more not, I mean, Ninja Turtles were mainstream, for sure, but they were still, you know, they're off the beaten path, kind of. And uh, one of the uh, – it's so funny. We did a comic uh, – our favorite comic book movies. And uh, my number one was – this is a while ago, a few years ago, when the podcast first started. It was one of our first episodes. Um, and my favorite comic book movie I put down as the Ninja Turtles movie 
because obviously they're based off a, a comic, but people don't immediately associate them. I think nowadays they don't really associate them with being comic book characters as much as they are just kind of like pop culture figures. Yeah, it's so funny you say that too because anytime I post a photo or an image of the old school old school turtles, I will always get comments saying, "Why are they all looking like Raphael?" Because they all have the red bandanas on, right? And like people will always like a lot. I will always have at least a couple people like the colors or hey, why do they all laugh? And a lot of people don't even know that it started with the comic, right? Yeah, it, it, that's how big it got. That like it kind of uh, overshadowed the origins of the comic because the mo- I think I think when the movie came out, that's when it really like because obviously the show came out in what eighty eight. And there was obviously a lot of fandom there, but when the when you know something gets placed in movie theaters all around the world and people are going to see it, you have a live action right. turtle movie, and then I feel like after that you saw like waves and waves of like even more uh, merchandising and the toys and you know the bed sheets and the curtains and the comforters and the sleeping bags and the water bottles and there was just it was everywhere. Yeah, it just it just blew up from there. I mean, obviously, like you said, it was it was definitely big with the cartoon. Obviously, huge with the toys, dude. I don't, have you had a chance to watch the toys that made us yet on Netflix? Oh yeah, I watched that one. Yep. Yeah, that, I mean, I was I was it was so great. Like that, the turtle one just like blew my mind, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like you said, once once even more people now had their eyes on that movie. Because I think to this day, it's still like one of the biggest uh, indie films because it was considered an indie film. I think it's one of the most profitable indie films i think of like all time i think it still still holds that rank yeah it's uh in the movie i feel like uh it's so it's so funny watching uh films now and we talk about this obviously when we talk horror movies too about how like cgi has kind of there's just you 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 lose the love and you lose the passion for characters when you can't when you get so displaced watching the film that you can't be like, okay, these are real people or these are real, you know, Ninja Turtles. These are real turtles. You know, when you see all the CGI in the newer ones, it kind of like, and I I go back and I watch that film from 1990 all the time and it holds up so well. Dude, that was, you took the words right out of my mouth. It it absolutely holds up. Absolutely. And those, uh, those costumes, those animatronic heads, and those costumes look so damn good. Yeah, yeah. It makes you wish they used them for the second and third movie. I, and that's what uh, that's what like uh, kind of baffles me. And I, I've talked about it with uh, with other creatures uh, in in filmland, like uh, like werewolves. When you see like a werewolf movie from the '80s, and you see how well and realistic it looks, and then you see like a super CGI'd werewolf, it kind of takes you out of it. You can't like suspend your disbelief when you see so much <laughs> CGI. You know? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, for sure. Now, uh, obviously, of the, uh, I would I would assume that you would rank the first film over the the second and third, correct? Absolutely, for sure. Now, where does the second and third? I, I'm get. I'm gonna guess that the the secret of the use is number two, and then of and of course, uh, the third yeah. one. That third one's rough, man. Uh, I got a good buddy. Shout out to uh, Click to Enlarge. He helps me out with some turtle stuff, and he's one of my closest friends. We've been uh, again. I'm 36. He's 35. I mean, we've been buddies since we were like 15, 16 years old. Um, we hang out. Uh, every so often, man, we'll do some game nights, dude. We'll have some drinks, watch some movies, play some video games. And 
once in a blue moon, man, we're like, all right, let's put the third one on. And it's so hard, man. It's so uncomfortable to watch for me, at least. Like, I remember as a kid, I think as a kid, that movie came out in 93. So I was, man, I was in fourth grade, I think. And I remember trying, I think I was like selling myself. I'm like, this is still great. This is awesome. But I think in reality, like I even knew something felt different about it. Um, but I think that's why the second one has such a different feeling. And the second one's great. I love that one a lot. Again, like you mentioned, not as much as the first, but I think like you said, once this all blew up and it became even more mainstream because nobody thought the first one was going to do well whatsoever, they had to lighten it up. You know, there's a lot more color changes in the second one. Obviously the, the mood, I mean, they barely use their weapons in the second one. So it's like they had to change up the formula. And by the time the third one came out, they just, I think they were just running out of ideas. Like, Imagine if they had that idea of going into time, but if it was like the same mood and style of the first one. Like oh, that my God. Like- yeah, that would have uh, – I think about that often, too. I'm, I'm just like, man, if they would have shot those movies, like if they would have shot three movies back-to-back, but obviously they couldn't have done that because they, they, they would never have anticipated the success of the first film. Right. Right. Like imagine how dope like Toka and Razor would have been from oh. the second one with that dark, like, gritty feel of the first. Like, I wasn't upset that it wasn't... Obviously, everybody wanted Bebop and Roxy to be in a movie, but, like, I wasn't upset as a kid when I saw Token Razor. I'm like, these guys are dope. But at the same time, if they would have had that darker, almost, like, almost intimidating, like, dude, this could be bad for the turtles. Like, as you're a kid, you're like, oh, this is kind of scary. Like, that'd be cool. Now, uh, you've heard uh, Judith Hogue, who played um, who played April O'Neil, April O'Neil in the first film, she didn't reprise her role in the second one because she felt it was too violent. I I feel like I read that somewhere online, but uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, it was right. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, like I was like, man, I think I saw that movie when I was like six or seven, and I have a daughter. My daughter's four years old, and I was like, I don't know if I want her to watch that when she's six. Like, it's kind of brutal at some points, but yeah, that's a different times back then, man. Oh, for sure, and. Uh, with the uh, with the newer films, what what was your thoughts on the newer films? Yeah, dude. You know, I said this. I said this plenty of times before. Um, it it is what it is, dude. Like you have to take it for what it is. So many people people are still stuck in the past. They're not willing to change, right? And they have to remember, like, dude, this, this version is not made for like you and me. It's not made for us. It's for made like, for the people who didn't like, grow up with the Ninja Turtles. Right, it's a new, it's a new take, it's a new twist, and people get all upset. Like, oh, I'll bring back, like, if you keep doing the same formula over and over, like, it's not gonna, nothing's gonna, you know, it's a different generation. It's a different. Uh, kids are growing up differently. Like my daughter, we went to uh, a wedding last year, and we uh, we stayed at a Airbnb, and for the first time ever, my we don't have cable, but we have like we have an Apple TV, right? So like we have Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO, Hulu. And my daughter was so confused, dude, seeing commercials for the first time. Because every time she saw a commercial for, like, a cartoon, she goes, I want to watch that. And I was like, well, we can't. And she's like, well, what do you mean we can't? Like, <laughs> I just saw it on the TV screen. You know what I mean? Right. So the movie, the new movies, like, what, what, what I love is when me and actually my buddy Click to Enlarge, when we went to go see it together, as we're leaving, this family of, like, five kids are walking into the theater for, like, the next showing. And, dude, these kids were all decked out. They were all decked out with, like, bandanas and weapons. And I'm like, that's who it's for, dude. It's for the new generation that are not 
they're not going to, you know, you could have a newer generation that could watch the old cartoons and be like, what is this? Like, I don't get it. I don't dig it. So, like I said, it's not made for us. You have to take it for what it is. I still think it was entertaining. Like, I'm not going to compare it to the original because it's not the same thing whatsoever. Yeah, you, you couldn't compare it because it's comparing, you know, like apples to oranges, as they say. Exactly, exactly. And uh, when I when I went and saw that, I believe it came out in August 2014. That that first uh, that first film, um, it was um, I I think I went in hoping it was going to be good, expecting to hate it, and I ended up having fun with it because I could I could you know displace myself and be like, okay, it's not going to be like you know the 1990 film. So right. as soon as you accept that, you can have fun with it. And obviously, the CGI was so like you know, but as you said, it, it was it's not for us. It's for kids that do expect all that CGI and for and for things to look that way. Right, exactly. It's just a, it's a different time, man. I mean, look at the the technology that Donatello had like in the new movies, right? Like right. There was no there was no cell phones, dude. When we're watching the original cartoon, the original movie, so like. Of course, he's the tech guy out of the group, so he's got. They have to approach it completely different than they would have, you know, back in the late '80s. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think, no matter what, as long as like films are coming out, uh, you know, uh, TV shows are still being made, they're still talking about it. Keeping the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles relevant is like important, no matter what. So I feel like you know, it's the promote, uh, you know, what you like and not what you hate. So it's, you know, you got to be thankful that the, the name and the, the culture of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is still out there and, you know, that it's still, you know, I mean, obviously, even if it, I guess if it wasn't, if there were, wasn't new incarnations and things like that, there's people like you and other people that are keeping the nostalgia of like what we grew up loving alive with something as simple as pins that like someone can see and like immediately go back to like when they first fell in love with it or when they first had that Halloween costume or when they first played the arcade game. And uh, I think that's awesome because especially times like, you know, this, when we're in like such a weird state of the, you know, state of the uh, country and the the world right now with this, uh, with this whole ordeal going on, you see things like that and it just, it will immediately take you away and take your mind away from it. Albeit for well, I, you know, a few I, seconds. I appreciate that, man. That that means a lot, dude. Like you're, you're making my day with that. Dude. Like that that means a lot, and that's definitely you know part of the goal we're always trying to work for. So thank you, dude. Yeah, of of course, man. And it's like I said, it's everyone. And I've I've been like I've kind of reeled back from like trying to like reach out, I guess, to people to to come on this podcast because I feel like I was like, Oh, we'd have a great conversation. I'll reach out to someone and they'll kind of like, they'll either not respond or they'll kind of just like, I don't know if I guess if the terms like big time or anything like that. Cause we're not like a big podcast. I do this for my friends and sure. like a few people that want to yeah, listen. Cause it's, it's fun. I like talking with my, it pretty much was a, you know, we, I talked with my friends about movies and, and shit like the Ninja Turtles and things like that. And we wanted to, we wanted to record it instead of just talking for six hours in a text message. <laughs> right, right. Uh, no, so, I, I appreciate, it, man. I'm, I was stoked when you you messaged me, man, and I was like, again, I, I love talking about this stuff, and uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. And uh, so, a uh, collab you just did for April twentieth uh, with uh, with Toy Snobs was the uh, "Say No to Drugs, Say Yes to Pizza" shirt. Yes, sir. And uh, that was a instant uh, buy for me. Uh, I I oh, got that, dude. <laughs> dude. 
Well, number one is, uh, I, I mean, I am in no way, shape, or form a hate edge person, but I am straight edge. So that was literally, okay. you were bowling right up my alley with that one. And I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Especially releasing it on 420 was genius. No, man, I was, I was so, uh, so honored to be a part of that with toy snobs like they're the, they're the ones really all behind that like the collaboration was great and as you know we, we did a ninja toito shirt similar to that uh geez maybe a year almost two years ago now right and i've been bugging i've been bugging them for a while i'll text them every so often i was like dude when we make it another and he's like don't worry something's coming and then he kind of gave me some of the ideas that were coming through and i was i was beyond stoked so uh toy snobs then they're an amazing company amazing brand they got some cool stuff coming out soon as well um, but we were really excited about that shirt. I may even, dude, I may even have found, I may even have found you through Toy Snobs at some point. Sure. Or like the, the TM, uh, NT, uh, underscore whiz, I think is another, uh, is another Instagram account. Um, okay. cause I, I found a couple of them and I was just like, and I immediately, like when I saw yours and like, I, I, I think uh, like, uh, I'm trying to think what I first saw of like toy snobs. I think it might have even been like that Terminator Two Last Action Hero mashup shirt he did. Um, but what, dude, no lie, it's gonna be. I am I'm wearing that shirt as we speak. Dude, that's like I saw that shirt and I was just like, oh like, my god, so weird. I'm I'm legit wearing that shirt right now. Dude, I had to buy that shirt immediately because I was just like, holy shit! Like, and and that's what you know. Like, that's what we've been talking about here is like when you see something, and especially when you see like a mashup like that, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, dude, toy snobs, man, they they snap it like a slim jim, dude. They're they're ridiculous <laughs> with their work. Dude. They they do great. They do a great job, man. And uh, that's what uh, I think you can see. You had mentioned too um, when you see like you see like some of the whack like pins that are that were coming out and things like that. You can really tell when someone's either a fan or they really have a love and a passion for what they're doing and what they're producing. When you see the quality of it, yeah, and like I feel bad. Like by no means am I like, oh, this is garbage. That is garbage. But right, I'll just right, of course. Where I'm just like. I'm just like, man, they're just not delivering. And I'm, and it's, and I feel bad because I'm like, I can see what they're going for. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's people that look at my stuff. Sometimes you're like, dude, that's kind of bogus. Or like, I don't know. I think I could have done a better job. Like, I think we all think that at certain points, but that's why like the inspiration of just being like, dude, there's some amazing artists that out there. I have some amazing ideas. Why don't we go back and forth, you know, through text messages, through Instagram, through whatever, FaceTime. And then, you know, let's bang something out. And like, we're, we're always super, super happy with the outcome. Absolutely, man. Now, uh, I guess, uh, as we kind of head towards the, uh, the back end of, uh, this episode, uh, so I'm going to give you some either or questions. Oh man, let's do it. Okay. So you're a Chicago, were you born in Chicago? Yeah. Born and raised. I lived in the, the city the first 10 years of my life. And then I've just, I've just lived in surrounding suburbs ever since. Okay. So first one, obviously the Ninja Turtles, their home base is in New York. We know they love pizza. Do you yeah. prefer Chicago style or New York style? Well, here's the thing. It's hard to answer that, man, because like I've had like New York style, but in Chicago, which I don't think no matter what, uh, I would okay. rather try New York style in New York. And unfortunately, I've never been to New York. So that's tough because I do love my Chicago pizza. Absolutely. But I think I have to go to New York to actually legit like I am in the city. I'm having it at some rundown place like before I could answer that question. Okay. All right. So uh, next one, I'm going to make you choose between 
two sets of uh, turtles. Michelangelo or Raphael? Dude, Michelangelo. Donatello or Leonardo? Donatello, man. Mikey and Donnie are my boys, dude. All right, so face those off together, Mikey and Donnie. Mikey, all day. Mike, see, I feel like everyone was a diehard Mikey guy because he was just like the super. He was the party guy. Yeah, I think I, I think at the same time he was like also just the most chill and down for whatever and was a goof. And what's so funny that you say that too is something I picked up is even as a kid, which I was surprised at the time. If you look back at the 1990 movie, dude, when they're on the farm and like <laughs> uh, April O'Neil, right? She's 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 talking about what the turtles are doing and she's like doing her drawings and stuff. When the four turtles are fighting each other, like in the, like on the farm or whatever, Michelangelo is kicking ass. If you watch that scene again, he is kicking ass of, out of all the three other brothers. And I remember as a kid that like stood out to me. I was like, yeah, he, everyone thinks he's a he's a puss and he can't hold his own because he's the party guy and he's nice. But I'm like kicking all the other turtles ass. Yeah, when it comes time to throw down, he 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 can throw it. Yeah, dude. And who didn't like nunchucks, man? I'm like, yeah, Donnie's cool. He's got a bow, swords. You see swords all the time. I think as far as weapons, it came down to like nunchucks and then like Raph's size, but as nunchucks, I was like, dude, I want to learn how to use that. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. So second, uh, well, second round of, I guess, of either ors is splinter or shredder or shredder or shredder, uh, shredder, dude. See, I was, uh, I was interested to see what you were going to say because I feel like, uh, there are, Spl- there are diehard, you know, good guy side sp- uh, splinter guys, but Shredder was just Shredder was just so badass. Dude, exactly, exactly, and especially when, dude, in the nineteen ninety movie, and that's really cool too. James Sato, who uh, played him, he just, I think he's following us on Instagram. He's at least commented on a couple of our stuff, and I've messaged him before, and he's responded. Super nice guy, but like, dude, he's such a badass in the movie. Where I was just like, this is a cool villain. Oh, that's that's so that's so great that you get like people from the films following your page. That's got to be like the ultimate like like just that's got to just feel awesome because you're creating this content because you grew up loving those films, and then you get people from the films that follow your page. That's got to be like the ultimate like okay, yes, this is everything. All any kind of work or any kind of like troubles that this has brought is immediately worth it when you see something like that. Yeah, dude, it's funny you say that because one of my favorites is Robbie Rist. He's the guy who voiced Michelangelo in the movie. Right. And we, myself and Clip to Enlarge, we made a, I don't know if you saw it, the pin sold out now, but it was called Turbo Ginsu. Oh, yeah. It's, it's basically, it's Mike, Mikey holding the pizza from the 1990 movie. And, like, I messaged Robbie Rist, and I was like, hey, man, like, we made this. We'd love to give you one. And he was all about it. He even posted it on his Instagram, and it's like, the dude who voiced Michelangelo in the original nighttime movie was like more than down to like get some of the pins from us. And he like, and he posted it by no means am I sending stuff to people and being like, Hey, we'll, we'll give you this. If, as long as you can post it, like if they post it, that's a cherry on the Sunday. But I'm just like, I would be honored if you would take this. Uh, and he was all about it. Dude. He's super cool. Oh, wow. Now, uh, have you done, um, have you done any conventions at all? Have you been a vendor at any conventions? Yeah, dude, uh, kind of, but not, I, I, well, I'm going to say no, not a vendor, but like I've been going to C2E2 here in Chicago now for the last four years. Okay. Uh, or I lied, maybe three years now, three or four years. Um, and to be honest, the cool thing is I don't, uh, I haven't gotten a booth or anything like that, but like this year we made a Ninja Toidles, 
uh, you know, like our, our main, like neon pink and neon green turtle, like our logo on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. We made that. That's the first time we made that a pin. And I made about, uh, I think I made about 50 and I brought about 30 of them with me, uh, to C2E2 and I gave them out to turtle fans. So anyone I saw wearing like cool cosplay or a shirt or like a lot of the artists in artist alley who were there, like I would just, just, you know, kind of spread the word a little bit and just, um, you know, give them some free swag and, and then, you know, was hoping to, you know, gain some sales. I did like a weekend sale as well, which was really cool. Um, but that's like, that's the only convention I've really ever been to. And it's, it's huge in Chicago. Like it was great. I'm glad we got to go. Cause it was honestly, it was probably like two to three weeks later when, you know, everything got shut down here in Illinois. With right. COVID. So like that was, that was like one of the last conventions. Well, that was definitely the last convention in Illinois. I think that we had before that went down, but that's, that's always an amazing time. Yeah, I think you would, uh, dude. I think if you uh, if you did start doing conventions, um, there's a few over here that are more like genre. Uh, obviously, everything's on hold right now, of course. But uh, right. so this uh, convention called uh, Monster Mania Con that's in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey, twice a year, and then they have one in Hunt Valley. But they also started like a pop con where they have like more pop culture related people. But even at the horror ones, dude, I feel like you would clean up because that's exactly, you know, how many times I've seen like people just wearing like, uh, you know, any kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle swag or anything like that. And like there are people that are praying like that are just like on the nostalgia factor of like those older like genre movies, too. And a lot of those kids that I think would definitely love a lot of the stuff you're doing, especially because, you know, you'll you'll stumble across a vendor that's selling like old Ninja Turtle figures or anything like that. And pin, the pin game is just so huge, too. So I think, you, dude, I think you would clean up at a at a no, convention. I, I appreciate. Yeah, I, I appreciate that recommendation. And that's things that, you know, that I'm trying to look into. And again, myself and my buddy uh, click to enlarge, like we're trying to make some trips to go to different places. You know, we were we're bummed we were supposed to go to defiance ohio so that's only four hours away i think from chicago um we were going to do a podcast with these guys called uh one two fu podcast and then we were also going to meet up with this um this dude from uh the losers club man he's amazing his name is alex um but like again that was supposed to be the day before easter so that fell through so right we're, we're trying to plan stuff as far out as we can but at this point the scary thing is we don't know you know what's possible and what's not as far as travel and as far as you know people being there yeah unfortunately that's the that's the sad part is the uncertainty right now and everything is just on hold um here in syracuse they do one there's a comic shop called larger than life and they i think they are like one of the main like promoters for uh a comic con of, out here so if that ever uh if that does uh i think they've had like they've had like wrestlers and things like that at, at the the ones that they've done out here so um if they do one and uh, it gets announced, uh, hey man, uh, come through, uh, come through Syracuse, get a get a table dude, out please, here, man. As, as you find out about these things, man, please message me, dude. Like that way we can hook up, dude. Grab a drink and then you know hit up some of these cons, man. I'd love to, dude. And we'll get some. Uh, I mean, it, it won't be New York City, but there's definitely some the, some choice uh, New York style pizza up here too. We'll get some New York pizza yeah, in you. Sign me up, man. I need the recommendations, absolutely. All right, man. Uh, I want to thank you again, man. This has been such a rad conversation. Uh, it was really awesome that you uh, 
that you accepted, you know, my my invite to come on here. Like I said, uh, I think some people are, are a little hesitant to come on a, a horror movie uh, podcast, uh, but that's not all we are. You know, we talk about nostalgia. Really, really, that's what we are is nostalgia. We talk about a lot of different things and uh, anything, you know, that is kind of off the beaten path because even um, – even as mainstream as the turtles were, it's still like a, you know, like a left-hand path community of people and diehard followers of it still to this day from the golden age of the Ninja Turtles. And, uh, like I said, dude, I'm not trying to wax your car or anything like that, but I really, (laughs) I I really, I love your page, dude. I I think what you're doing is awesome. It brings like smile. It sounds like, like I said, I don't want to sound like corny or anything, but like it brings smiles to like my face and other Ninja Turtle fans faces to see the stuff you're doing. And it's just like, it's all like positive vibes and it brings you back to like a simpler time. And dude, I'm just, I'm like, I'm, I'm amped for you. And just to see like some success come to like a fellow, uh, you know, Ninja Turtle fan and someone who's really, you know, you're a positive dude. I, it was this has been awesome, man. Thank you, dude. Like I, I, I do. It's just I can't thank you enough for the kind words, man. It means a lot, and I appreciate the awesome conversation, dude. Like, and I could talk about this for hours, man. So, if you ever need uh you need someone back on, dude, please let me know. Like I said, I can't thank you enough. Oh, dude, absolutely. And uh, where can uh, everyone can find you on Instagram at Ninja Toitles, correct? Yeah, at Ninja Toitles, and then our online store is just uh, NinjaToitles.com. <laughs>